Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to You're Wrong and Here's Why. I forgot what the show is called because my brain's broken. I'm Chris Horwardell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how you doing? Fella, what is going on? I am, I'm excited. It's weird because we're testing things and I can see you, so it's funny. Yeah. But uh, it gives a little bit of a different energy to the show. I'm amped. I'm ready to go. I know, it's like better still right now. I'm going to no. get some really shitty picks and go negative. How dare you? What, you know what's the worst part? Having the lost yeah. episode last week? I had a fantastic week. Like a fantastic week in an episode that we ended up losing due to audio difficulties. Yeah, but I mean, the picks still count. They're all still, they're all still recorded. That is true. However, I'd like to be able to brag and people to know about I mean, obviously, if you follow the Twitter, you see the picks, but not everybody does that, so... I, I, the ability to brag is is what I'm looking for. It's yeah, that's it. That's all you're playing for I, is uh, the the ability to uh, hold yourself above other people. I'd like to hoist a giant trophy at some point and pour root beer out of it onto my own head, but that's you know, we'll see. That's <laughs> just that feels like a personal thing that you've got going on in your <laughs> life. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're back. Into football season. It's bananas. I, I'm incredibly excited. I watched real NFL football. I don't count that Hall of Fame nonsense the week uh, prior. Real NFL football this past week, and it went shockingly well. I have got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me, and we are going to... We got a lot to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about. First, give me your thoughts... You texted me, are you watching, because I am notorious for not starting things on time or watching them later. Uh, I was, and the game, well, how did you feel about the, the Eagles preseason game? I mean, I was I was ecstatic, ecstatic. Obviously, you have to temper a little bit of expectations, but it went about as good as you could possibly ask for. And then you see like the clips post game of Hertz basically talking about not focusing on AJ Brown. Like yeah. there's just everything is the right attitude. Everything is the right attitude, the right temperament, and the defense looks exactly like what I want it to be. Now obviously it's the Jets and it's Zach Wilson who <laughs> no one on this podcast ever called him a gigantic bust. Um but that's coming. Neither, you know, it's, we don't have to discuss that now. Um but that's like that's what you wanted to see. In the first preseason. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to go Sam Bradford, Chip Kelly, Packers. But, or maybe not Chip Kelly. Probably was Doug Peterson. It doesn't matter. Um, but I certainly want to be excited for it. There's no doubt about it. What did you think? I was texting. I mentioned uh, texting a little bit with my buddy Ross Tucker, who was doing color for the game. What did you think of Ross on the broadcast? Because he can be divisive. It was fine. I liked his insight, you know, for the for the parts that I could really sit down and watch, which was a lot of the uh, later in the game action when it was more scrubs versus anything. It's good to have that insight and that that knowledge of those guys that I don't necessarily have that deep into both teams rosters. So it's nice. It's nice well, to have it, that on there and kind of also an unwarranted excitement. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like very, very overzealous getting into it. So I, I enjoy it, which is great. Uh, yeah, I was happy with Raw. So I, although I, they asked for some uh, some Twitter suggestions about what to call the left side of the offensive line, and uh, one of them was the uh, the hefty lefties, and I pointed out that. Well, I, I asked, I was like, weren't you teammates with Jared Lorenzen in New York? <laughs> that seems, seems like that nickname's already taken. Yeah, and you know, RIP Jared, so we gotta retire that one. In my defense, Rezac Wilson, by the way, uh, I did say going into the draft that I thought the gap between Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence was smaller than the gap between Zach Wilson and the next guy. 
And because of the incompetence thus far of Trevor Lawrence, that may still be held accurate. Listen, Trevor Lawrence gets the bad bad rap because he had a head coach who had no idea what he was doing. I'm I'm very interested in that Jaguars team heading into this year with a guy who actually knows how to coach in Doug Peterson, uh, at least at the professional level, not to take away any of Urban Meyer's college accomplishments. But he clearly was not a guy who was prepared to, you know, run an NFL team. Just wasn't and that's where it really hurt trevor lawrence so now now we're gonna get the real vision of trevor lawrence you know yeah i mean college all that college success so much of that is recruiting and at florida they just had such a giant advantage and gave themselves further advantages through some of the uh, dicey off the field stuff <laughs> that they were doing yeah no yeah college is one of those specific things and it's it's kind of across the board in those sports that like you make the team by traveling around the other nine months of the year, eight months of the year, and stacking the deck in your favor to whatever with whatever way you can. And that's, you know, like, do I think Nick Saban's a, a bad coach? No, I think he's an excellent coach. However, mm-hmm. he certainly has a competitive advantage because his success leads to easier ability to get the top players in the nation to come to play for Alabama. Like that's that's why college coaches have such an issue transitioning to the NFL because it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. And you could say the same for the NBA because it, it does work very much the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why I like the guys who are having success at the smaller schools. I you know I'm I'm a huge Chris Beard fan, uh, and if if you have a guy like that who's taking not so great players and winning games, then that's that's the guy you should be focusing on, not the guy at you know, the power school, not not whoever's coaching Kentucky or North Carolina at the moment. Well, then it makes you wonder about what, like, let's just go to the to the Deion Sanders phenomenon, right? Obviously, Jackson State, pretty decent year last year, kind of turning around, number one recruit off the board this year to them, decent recruiting class, is that obviously now it's changing a little bit because he's getting more, you know, higher profile recruits and that kind of thing. Do you think he's able to transition that to, if he decides to ever leave there, a bigger school or bigger opportunity professionally? Like, what? what is that? I don't think Dion's ever going to be – I don't think Dion's ever going to be an NFL head coach. But I do think – potentially a coordinator, although I don't know if his ego would allow for that. But I, I could absolutely see him moving up to a bigger school at some point. Uh, and let's not forget that the, the NIL rules have completely changed recruiting. I'm looking at the 2022 NCAA football uh, team recruiting rankings, and number one is Texas A&M because they have a deal where they sold NIL for the entire team. That's so sick. you show up, you get paid. Work smarter, not harder, baby. Come on. And as a result, they have a substantially better recruiting class than number two Alabama or number three Georgia. Hey, listen, it's all about making money uh, and all about how, you know using that competitive advantage. And if you're going to give teams an opportunity to do that, this is these are the kind of things that are going to happen. It's 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 honestly the slippery slope of the NIL from a from a pay standpoint versus it's obviously not amateur anymore. Now it essentially becomes professional while pretending to still be amateur. It's just, sure. a, it's just really the only thing bracketing it now is age at this point. Yeah, That's, and uh, num- number six on that list, the Penn State Nittany Lions. Doesn't matter. Jim uh, James Franklin is their head coach, never accomplished anything. You can recruit the best team in the nation. The guy stinks in-game. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. It's why I can't get excited. I mean, I do get excited for college football. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I am not, I've said this a thousand times, I'm not the diehard Penn State guy. I'm not the alumni that goes back to every single game. Uh, actually, to be fair, I don't think I've been to a game since I was like a sophomore at Penn State. Hmm. Maybe a junior, maybe, definitely not as a senior. Um, I prefer the experience of college football on my television versus being at the game. Football in general, by the way. Uh, yeah, you you aren't wrong. I don't think I think the last Eagles game I went to was the NFC Championship game against the Vikings, uh, and I've had plenty of opportunities. But um, the the there's just like I I can't get behind this team because I just know in clutch situations the guy who's calling the plays, especially offensively, chokes the game away. Like it's just it's just how it works. You've seen it time and time again. You know. 
I, I, I can't. I can't until they're actually like 12-0 and when actually in the playoff. Like for real, for real, I can't trust them. I just can't. For real, for real. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, man. What is it? We will be watching college football two weeks from Saturday? I think it's like 11 days. I think it's something oh, like cause, that. Yeah, it's the 29th, which I couldn't figure out how we are getting there. I guess it starts Monday that, that week. It, week starts zero. On, it starts on that Monday? It's not on the Saturday? It's not the 27th? It might be earlier than I remember. Is it, is it next Saturday? Cause that's, I, I really hope so. Because I've been... I've I thought, been the twenty seventh is what's been in my head. I may be wrong. I very well could. Be. I, I I also very well could be. So, let's see schedule. First game week zero. I'm yeah twenty seventh. You're right. <sighs> Eleven days. Eleven days away from a very small college football slate, and I couldn't be more excited. Well, that's just a little bit weird though, because typically, isn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't the NFL typically start one week after college football starts? I think it's. I think when they added week zero, it became two weeks. But that make that makes sense. But I, I, either way, just any sort of competitive football. Like I love the preseason, I do. But after about ten minutes, I'm like, okay, let's keep well, let's it. Let's get, keep it moving. Let's not get carried away with competitive because I don't <laughs> think there is a a single top twenty five matchup in uh, in that first week. So. Yeah, I don't think you hit a top 25-er until Ohio State-Notre Dame, September 3rd, which is still before the NFL starts, but it is. you're talking... I mean, Pitt-West Pitt, Virginia could be okay. Georgia-Oregon, that's also September 3rd, though. Oregon, okay. Yeah, I mean, only two top 25 teams even play in that week zero, from what I'm seeing. Wake Forest is 22. They take on VMI. I don't have... Oh, yeah, I see them. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's probably not going to be the most competitive game. It'll be close. Um, Michigan State-Western Michigan, that old that old rivalry game. <laughs> well, Penn State-Purdue, which is an interesting one on that first Thursday. Like, having a conference game to kick it off, uh, you know, immediately, I don't necessarily love. But I'm also yeah. a guy who my first game I ever attended was Penn State versus Akron, and it was an absolute... <laughs> You know, in a in a monsoon, mind you, uh, and it was an absolute like c- catastrophe game. They just smashed them, and it's just, you know, there's no reason. For, it was over by the beginning of the first, you know, beginning of the second quarter. Yeah, that that second week we get number eleven Oregon versus number three Georgia. We get number, uh, where did I just number uh, twenty three Cincinnati versus number nineteen Arkansas. And I mean the obvious game of the weekend. We get number five Notre Dame versus number two Ohio State. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a matchup for sure. Meanwhile, Alabama faces Utah State. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just gotta let it ride, Chris. I don't know what to tell you. I don't that know what the, the website strong. that I am using to look at this changed their formatting, and boy, does it stink. Why are you not just on ESPN? That's what I'm on. It looks different to me for some reason. And it it stinks. Uh, it looks exactly the same to me. But uh, I, To be I fair, you, you could be right. I just haven't been on here in forever. So that very well could be it. Not checking out the ESPN. Uh, let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, Gregory. Sure. I am seeing the Philadelphia Eagles at Bavada. To make the playoffs, yes, minus 190, no, plus 145. Where do you stand on that? To make the playoffs? To make the playoffs. I got to go, yes. I just, I think, I I mean, you're talking about probably, hopefully, four automatic wins in the games against the, 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 Commanders, and it's gonna it's gonna be awful to remember that. Every it's gonna time. be hard. Yeah, the Commanders and the Giants, and then you talk about hopefully you split with the Cowboys. Even though I think the Eagles are the better team at this point, currently constructed, but we'll see. I mean that that's that's five wins right there. You probably got to get to 10, 11, 12 in that area to ensure a playoff spot. And I think it's very possible with the way that their schedule breaks out. So I think it's an easy yes for me. So Bavada also has the Eagles sitting at their win total for the year, sitting at nine and a half over under. Um, 
over minus 165, under uh, plus 125. I think it's over. I think this is a 10-win team. Depend, obviously, you know I've, you need to have all the luck that you normally have with these with these seasons and health and things like that. But I just think they're a better team. I really do. I think they. I think that nine and a half wins is easily doable. You're talking about needing five wins out of the other uh, out of the other twelve games that you're going to play. Uh, I think it's a very very doable thing. Yeah, I will be interested to see if he actually hops on this tomorrow as well. But when I recorded Underdog with uh, with Matt earlier today. We were looking at these Bavada lines, and we saw the alternate win total for the Eagles. The over under ten and a half. That over is plus one seventy. Whoo, doggy! Get that plus money action in early. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I'll, I'll, again, very doable. Very doable. By the way, who do you think? Let's play a little game here. Who do you think? Uh, Bavada believes will be the worst team in football next year, based solely upon uh, the the win total over unders. The Houston Texans. I will tell you the Houston Texans over under is four and a half wins. There's does, somebody do, less than that. I'm I'm asking you right now. We're gonna money haul this thing. <laughs> Uh, Would no you deal. like to stick with that, or do you want to uh, you want to go with another team here? I mean, the only other team that can really come to mind is the Lions. I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not the game we're playing. Oh. Yes or no? <laughs> uh, then I'll go. I'll go. No. You've won this round. You look best. at this. Uh, the next, as far as I can tell. The next lowest win total, because it's a lot of scrolling, yeah, uh, is the Seattle Seahawks at five and a half, followed by the Jaguars at at six wins, and finally, oh boy, finally, Bavada has those hometown Detroit Lions. I was going to say that would be six and a half. Six and a half. That's crazy. this is the hard knocks rule here. It has to be. Whatever team is on hard knocks gets overrated to such a degree, especially when it's as compelling a season as it is this year. Is it on tonight? Was it? I think it's Tuesdays, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. I got some hard knocks to watch later. Watch the Dan Campbell show. It's been spectacular, but they're gonna stink. Of course, they're gonna be they're gonna be awful. That's why that's why I was that that was the team that I was going between between the Texans or the Lions and what line do they set it at? Because I could see them being set a lot lower. And then I factored in. Eh, I think people kind of think there's some potential there, just because of the hard knocks. They're gonna stink. I mean, they uh, have reg- to. Oh boy, I, I see. Uh, I keep. I keep uh, scrolling down to because I mean Jesus, there are so many props and futures and all of that stuff at Bavada right now in in preparation for the NFL season. It's a lot of scrolling anytime you're looking for anything, and I keep going down to find um, some of the the individual player stuff. And the last thing that I hit, and usually in my brain, I just see win totals, <laughs> um, but. The last thing I hit is that Washington Commanders, and I see win total, and the over/under is two and a half, and I'm like, "What? That it feels like that they're better than two and a half, but it is, of course, division wins." Right. Uh, well, I mean, the Commanders are going to be such a compelling story as the season goes on, because uh, they have pieces. They certainly do. It's just it all. It's all going to fall in the play of, of of one Carson Wentz, fella. That's the only. That's the only thing. What is the Falcons' win total? Because now I'm looking at I'm looking at regular season wins, uh, the section, and uh, specifically in uh, teams the the ten plus regular season win category, and then they give you the teams and you you pick whether or not they'd win ten. And the Houston Texans are plus fifteen. The Falcons are plus sixteen. Wow. That is a lot. I mean, a lot of that is based upon the divisions they play in. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Falcons get the Panthers. 
And they also get... And the Jaguars? Yeah. No. You mean the... Is that wait. right? No, the Jaguars obviously not right. The Panthers, uh, the, the, Saints, the Saints, and the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been good at divisions, Greg. <laughs> it's okay. I can't... The, I, I'm much... I, I can do the NFL. Uh, I can do pretty well in baseball once you get into the nba and don't even ask me about hockey hockey's because it's two divisions in each conference and there's eight teams and i could never tell Mm. you how that works but the um the the nfl i've always been very very solid with it's it's the nba where it's like complete i have no idea central southeast southwest pacific northwest atlantic like everything seems uh how are you feeling about uh, Christmas Eve game for the Eagles, Christmas Day game against the Knicks for the Sixers? Uh, one really matters, and the other is just a pointless like exhibition against the Knicks. Don't so. insult the, the Eagles like that. Uh, yeah, no. It, it's, you think they're going to be out of the playoffs by that point? They, very well, they very well could be. Um, but I just like the Christmas Day game, the novelty is cool. I, I, I like that. I, I enjoy the fact that, like, because I know where I'll be on Christmas and I know it's a game that everybody will be watching. It'll be on and, like, people will be, like, like raring to go to watch it. But overall, I just, you know, it's it's fine. It's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose my mind over it. I do enjoy the Christmas Eve Eagles game, though. That's going to be a fun one. What is your, uh, what's your Christmas Day routine? Uh, typically, uh, well, when there's no chaos uh, worldwide, <coughs> we um, good luck. Good luck with that, as we find polio in New York. Good point. Um, when we go to uh, we go to my wife's aunt's house, and she has a giant extended family, so it's just like fifty, sixty people somewhere in that too neighborhood. Many. That is far it's, too many. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. We go and, uh, you know, there's a big, yeah, it, everybody takes turns opening gifts. There's food. Everybody's talking and having fun. And it's it's a good time. There's kids everywhere, the, you know, running around. It can become oh, mayhem. Said good time. Ah, true. Um, it can become mayhem. And it's, yeah, but it's it's, it's a good time overall uh, okay. when you talk about it. Do you, sir, happen to have Bavada open? I do not, but I can. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up here. I'm gonna. I'll send you the the linky link in the chat that I want you to go to, right here. Boom, boom, shakalaka. We're gonna look at the. Uh, we're gonna look at the the futures, the props, because I want to play. I want to play a little game here. Stealing exactly from Better Select. By the way, I say <laughs> it every week. If you're not listening and watching these fellas when they put a show out. On Better's the Light, you should be. If you like this, you're gonna like that. One thousand percent. If and especially if you're in if you're into visual bits, <laughs> not only the audio experience is fantastic, believe me. Uh, it's adequate. But the, the It's vi- become a visual show. The video bits on YouTube are just it's out of control. It's it's one of the bigger bummers of last week's technical issue. I loved I loved every second of it. You have to watch it. Uh, it's it, we have so much fun doing it. It's it's the literal best. Yeah, we were uh, we were using a platform that had some problems last week, and yeah, it was just it was very weird. As uh, scroll all the way down to the to the uh, award and league leaders section. Ooh, all the way down. It's we a, had it's some a issues. Scroll. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. And it's funny because it took a very long time to get Better Slight started last week because we were working through some technical issues with Mike. And Mike was literally the only one who we did ha- not have any I know. problems with, with the recording. <laughs> That's, it's the, the, the irony of it all, which is hilarious. No issues. Uh, it was, I, I tried so hard to put that show together and it just like it was banging my head against the wall. All right. Let's steal from Better Slide Challenge rules, Greg. Okay. And I want to remove... I want to say that the top two, but they're not necessarily... There's some guys out of order. So I want to I remove the top five options. The, the most likely five. Okay. From these categories and get your picks. Let's start um, Coach of the Year at Bavada... Who do you think is going to win this 
taking out the top five. Mm, let's take a peek here. To, to my untrained eye, it looks like top five is what? Is Kevin O'Connell, uh, Brandon Staley, Nathaniel Hackett, Mike... Well, it's... Okay, so it would be anything plus... Is Josh McDaniels plus 18 or a 16? He's an 18. Anything anything above plus 18, uh, 1,600 you can take. All right, I can do that. I mean, this one's this one's easy, buddy. This one's super easy. Doug Peterson. No, well, he, he's, he's a great option, but I honestly think... I honestly think that the answer is right in front of your face. It's it's on Broad Street. It's, Greg Crone. It's congratulations, <laughs> buddy. No, I think the, I think the answer is Nick Sirianni. I think the answer is Nick Sirianni because he has the tools, and if he puts it together, that's a very dangerous team. If I don't want to play Homer, if I don't want to do that kind of thing, uh, then I honestly I honestly think that uh, only because I think the Steelers are going to have a relatively solid year. Uh, around whoever their quarterback is because of the organization, how well coached is. I think Mike Tomlin could sneak in there. I really do. It's 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 a little bit off the, the rails because I don't think there's a lot of expectations for the Steelers this year, but I think they can compete uh, this year. Can we just address the fact that, once again, Bavada is hitting hard the hard knocks over reactions here with Dan Campbell plus 1,800? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, get to seven wins. Dan Campbell might win Coach of the Year. No, te- no coach winning seven wins is going to win Coach of the Year. With that, with the Lions. Oh, but but that's not true, Greg. Because everybody's great. That's all we've been hearing. Everybody's great. Jared Goff is great now. Amonra St. Brown, great. Hawkinson, great. Sewell, great. Aiden Hutchinson's already great. They're just great. I've Every known- single one of their coaches is great. To be fair, I've known Hawkinson's been bad for several years. So I don't. I don't. I'm not going to believe that he's great. Is that when he was just destroying the Nittany Lions? Uh, yeah, that was part of it. Uh, no, last year he just had a, down, a pretty down year under under Campbell. So I'm out, I'm out on Hawkinson. Playing with Jared Goff. Well, how dare you? How dare you insult Jared Goff like that? Who's great now? He's great. Having a great camp. Everybody's great. Um, but that's what training camp's about. Let's be fair. No matter what team in the league that you film, that is what training camp. Your stars, everyone's going to be great. Every guy who gets cut in the dramatic cut scene, probably you, you're going to feel they that don't he do didn't those deserve anymore. it. Why? Why wouldn't they I, do that? It was too much fun. I don't. I don't know. I feel like they significantly cut down on the interesting cut scenes. Ugh, see, but this, this is, is this is a bounce back year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I think, to me, Hard Knocks is I've I've I never I never really am the biggest Hard Knocks guy. I've never been the biggest Hard Knocks guy because I want the game. It's like the people who were super into that F one show on Netflix. Like I don't I don't care. I don't care about F one. Well, Sorry I well that's I, that's my I point. Do. But like people people who didn't care about F one watch the reality show and then they're like. I'm so into F1 now. It's like I'm already into football. I, watching Hard Knocks, I, it's not going to get me more into football. It's just going to make me want football tomorrow as opposed to when it starts, you know, 19 days from now. So not that, that F1 show. No, it, it, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> that, that F1 show is basically the equivalent of people pretending they care about soccer once every four years for the World Cup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it is funny. Like, that. that is sort of the attitude that, that happens. Like, People wa- people have been watching the show on Netflix because hey, it's on Netflix. Let me watch it. And now they're they're like super into F one, and they're like, dude, did you see the Monte Carlo Grand Prix? Uh, this and that, and it's like, no, I didn't. Like, no, it wasn't yeah. televised. <laughs> it was, but it was on at like seven o'clock in the morning. I have other things going on. I don't want to watch an F1 race which apparently from what I can tell listening to people talk about F1 like my friends and stuff it turns out if you just win like the the pole position part of it you just kind of win cuz nobody passes anybody in F1 unless like a major hmm. crash happens so that sounds it, exciting yeah i i got i got nothing for it i'd rather watch NASCAR where there's at least some passing and different things like that and even that's a little much I'm so excited that we have college football next weekend. This is a game changer. It really is, fella. Two, that means there's that means this this is the final week of season three of Better's Delight too. 
There is there is no more after this week. You're going to claim a championship, most likely, which is unbelievable. But uh, it's just it's it's. I went golfing on Saturday with with my brother and my dad and uh, my my brother's brother in law. And when I opened, we we went at our tea time was at seven twenty, so I had to get up relatively early and get out the door because the course was forty minutes from my house. Oh God! Um, yeah. So when I opened my door at six thirty to walk outside, it was chilly. It was like the the heat has finally broken a little bit here, but it was legitimately chilly outside. So I opened the door, walked out front, and I actually had to gasp for a second and go, "Do I need a coat?" This is this is the weather I'm looking for. And with the football comes that weather. It, it all comes that fall feeling. Honestly, I think fall might be my most favorite season. If we're talking all of them and the activities that are involved with them, fall may be the best. I'll even throw in a pumpkin patch. You want me to go to a pumpkin patch? Let's go to a pumpkin patch. All right. I look forward to it. <laughs> um, yeah, fall's fun. I mean, there's just something about it. it's a little bit chilly. You run some errands and you have football all day. It's, it's a good time. Fall's the only time of the year where you have the option there that you have the opportunity at any certain Sundays uh, or Saturdays, eh, mostly Sundays, where you can have every major sport playing on the same day. Like with the NBA, and now that we're back to like normal, COVID's over, the scheduling is all kind of back to its normal cycle. NHL, NBA, NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball postseason could all be going on at the exact same time. Like that is, if you're in if 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 you're into sports as as I am and you are as is you know I, I don't watch anything but sports. You may watch other things, but I do. That's that is where, like it's the best. It's just there's just so much going on, and now you throw in the fact that I've become obsessed with darts. Now that's on all the time too in the fall. It ramps up. Like we're just we're just going nuts with sports. Nuts with sports, Chris. Chopping it up with sports. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. I will say, uh, on the on the sports train, like there's just uh, the fact that football's this close is is just absolutely enthralling, and I I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about it for a, another reason. I was thinking we had two more weeks before it came back, and now I with. In pursuit of a parlay comes back this Friday. I was going to stretch out two weeks of NFL season futures. I don't have to do that bullshit anymore. Hey, I can do I can do a single future show and just be done with it. Listen, I don't I don't know. I'm mean, look at I can like look at something real quick. You want to talk about futures? Ah, okay. So I'm trying to find it on Bovada. I don't see it. it. Must not be up yet. I'm talking about the uh, the Wollongong uh, Darts Masters this weekend, baby. This weekend, throw a future in on the winner of that. See what happens. I'll tell you, hot tip: Michael Van Gerwen's the best player in the world, no matter what his ranking is right now. So I'm going after. I'm I'm picking Rick Wallagong. I mean, it's named after him. That's. <laughs> I, I think it's I the area of Australia that it's in, but that's fine. No, it's actually named after Rick Wallagong. <laughs> Shows how little you know about darts. You're right. Frankly. You're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. A guy can throw a dart like you would not believe <laughs> he gets the good results and i don't know what the verbiage for that is that works good results he, work he gets to the dart in the middle of the dart board eh, i don't know if you want to do that but it's close enough he gets the triples there you go there you go i'll give you that one he almost never hits the wall when uh, he's trying to throw at the dartboard. Fella, when if I ever do move out of this house, I am going to have to, I have I have a, I'm looking at it right now, which you can see me. I'm going to have a lot of plaster work to do. <laughs> yeah, Alexa's parents have a dartboard in uh, in I forget what pretentious name they have for the room now, but in in one of the rooms in their house and I will not ever throw a dart in that room <laughs> yeah that's that's a tough one especially like not doing if, it not throwing a dart into somebody else's wall if they don't have like a backing thing to it like some sort of square wooden thing like i don't have and it's just it's just like a circle on the wall it's almost a guarantee that at least one dart very quickly is going into the wall wait you literally just have like a circle dartboard hung that's it yeah. nothing else nothing behind it just the wall you know, like, why don't you just 
engineer something. It would oh, be I could have. I probably could. I don't hit the wall anywhere nearly as much as I probably. I'd say it's very, very rare compared to what I used to do. How many times per day? If I'm lucky, I get zero usually. Maybe but, once. Okay, but once a day. When I first started, you- which was several months ago, it was a lot. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I don't want. Protect your investment here. Let's let's you you're building equity in this home. Let's nothing protect a little, your nothing. A little spackle can't fix, Chris. Come on, you can never patch a wall before. Oh, let me tell you something right now. Uh, we got a quote f- to paint our foyer. We'd we'd previously gotten a quote that we thought was crazy, and that that quote before that we thought was crazy was thirty nine hundred dollars. It's for our foyer and a couple of other uh, like the walls and the steps. We have a two-story foyer. Um, got a, had our had our regular painter recommend somebody to us. He came out, and we got a quote from him because allegedly he's good at his job. And he's like, hey, it's going to be $10,000 well, plus paint. I was like, hey, you're not going to work for us. I appreciate you coming, taking the time, but no, no thank pleasure you. To, pleasure to meet you. We will never speak again. <laughs> My word. That's it's insane, nuts. man. Dude, that's crazy. I, everything's everything's so expensive now. So that's just the way that's the way life goes as an adult. I'm not even talking like inflation or doing one of those kind of things. I'm simply talking about just as an adult, life is expensive. Life is expensive. I don't I don't know how like if if you told twenty year old me about the just regular monthly expenditures that you would uh, that I would have like I would be like, well, I'm just gonna kill myself now. Can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. Can't afford that. I'm gonna be homeless. It'd be, it'd, it'd be a wild sixteen year old me. It would be who's who was spending like hundreds of dollars a week on DVDs. Would have been. I eh, still do that. Yeah. Well, I don't. But uh, I spend it. I spend it more on uh, streaming services, mm-hmm. and probably not weekly, but more monthly. I will say. I, like those expenditures limit my ability to then figure out like, like futures, future betting, and those types of things. Like, I, I can't, can't have that my, money locked up. I, I can't even wrap my head around locking money up like that. Like I hear about, I hear about people like putting large sums of money on those, and it's like, no, 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 no. I need the large sums of money now. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't possibly consider putting fifty thousand dollars on like. The Raiders to win the NFC West, like that's that's insane. No, it's not. It's well, absolutely I, like even if you knew one hundred percent that that bet was going to hit. Yeah, it's still just like I have to lock that up until February. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I could barely do. I could barely do one that was going to lock up like or come up like three weeks from now. <laughs> I'm always like anytime. Anytime you go through Bavada, obviously for the Better's Delight show. Like, I, I'm looking at futures, and the one that pops up, and this is specifically just, obviously, the NFL ones are all on here, but yeah, uh, darts, like the PDC World Championship. Well, that's not until January. Like, that that wouldn't hit until New Year's Day. Ugh. So, like, what? Talking tw- you're talking next year. Yeah, I couldn't wrap my head. I couldn't wrap my head. And those lines are out, like, the entire year. Like, they've hmm. been out probably since, like, February or, la- or late January of last year. So did you imagine last January throwing something like $10,000 down on a bet that's going to end up next year? I couldn't imagine. I couldn't do it. Well, because of the uh, the ups and downs of investing, I've had a lot of money locked up for a I'm while. Sure. I'm sure. Because I'm just not taking that loss, Greg. I'm going to be <laughs> stubborn, and I'm not going to take that loss. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, like, I mean, and I, I've been venturing further and further into the entertainment side as well. Mm-hmm. On Like, the fact that I could wager on Kim Kardashian's next boyfriend and that being a future. Like, when is Furkan still on there? Uh, I, I don't see him currently. He was uh, on there for a while. It was he, funny. He's not listed. Um, the only a couple. I mean, Chris Humphreys is on there. Kyrie Irving. Well, uh, Humphreys is just going back to. Yeah, the, I mean, it's it's very Reggie Bush is still hanging around. I don't know what's going Van on. Van Jones. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. This is hilarious. Um, there, so there was a whole big thing on Twitter a while back about the fact, like the Chris Evans from the Cincinnati running back, he, uh, he was like on this list yeah, and like he was making a joke out of it, but I think it was supposed to be Chris, the other Chris Evans. <laughs> and now it is listed as Chris Evans. And it Cincinnati. has the brackets. <laughs> God bless. That's, it is hilarious. I love the, the stipulation though. If there's, it has to be official on his or her Instagram account. Oh, it's gotta be social media if, official. If no announcements made in 22 or 23, no actual stuff. So you're telling me I could put the money down now. And I may not find this may not settle until the end of 2023. Possibly just give me my money back on January 1, 2024. Yeah, that's wild. Well, that I'm is taking, absolutely wild. I'm I'm taking uh, Elliot Page for plus fifteen thousand. I, I I mean that, that I can't. Kim's lock progressive, up, right? I guess, but I can't lock money up like this. I can't do it. It, it would I, be ridiculous. Also, they apparently do not have a lot of confidence in in Donnie and Melania's relationship. I mean, he's on there. He's on the list. Plus 20,000. It's ridiculous. Pete's next next girlfriend, uh, Emma Watson, plus 2,200. I would like to wager any amount of money possible that that is not going to happen. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And right. I think Ivanka Trump is also very unlikely. Yeah, that's why she's plus 20,000. And that married. Works. Well, yes, that's also true. Uh, oh, Emmys. All right, man. Well, well, we'll dig into this. We'll dig into this a little bit more. Oh, I, I'm enjoying it I, 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 I sidetracked us here. Simply. No, this is the best thing you've done today. All right. Well, hey, that works. Was uh, White Lotus, did you watch White Lotus? Was it good? Nope, never seen it. I, that literally, uh, uh, so I'm looking at the Emmys. Outstanding limited series, never seen any of them. Uh, dope Sick, Dope Sick is amazing. Yeah, I'm not, uh, into, it, watching, on, I'm not into watching depressing things. Oh, it's so good, though. I watched we I watched all of Dope Sick uh, in like two days because we were staying up. Well, yeah, we were staying up. Really, Alexa was cooking and getting stuff prepared uh, like the days before Christmas Eve. And I watched it all in like two days. There you go. The dropout, the dropout was also very good. Um, Amanda Seyfried was excellent as Elizabeth Holmes. Pam and Tommy was kind of dumb. But just, White, White Lotus has been on my list. The only thing I've really recently watched, uh, outside of, I think I'm four or five episodes into that Severance show. Yeah. Uh, which is, is interesting. Uh, four and five have kind of like, they've gotten, it, they've gotten good, but there's some parts... I'm a little lost on, but uh, I watched. I went on like a kick where I watched all of Nathan for You on Comedy oh, Central. Great, such a good show. Uh, He's hilarious. got a new show right now. Yeah. So, and then I've watched all of those episodes up until I think the series season finale is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Just a ridiculous, yeah. like a ridiculous the rehearsal. Like, the rehearsal. It is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. First of all, like. What I don't even understand, like what the point of it is, and I'm sure it's all gonna come together, mm. but I'm and it has to come together at some point. There has no, to be it's, some... it's a Nathan Felder show, it doesn't have to come together. That's a good point, you're right. I probably should realize that, uh, but it's just it, like, like the absurdity of it. It that it then also puts out there, like, oh yeah, everybody's just ridiculous, like, this is how real people are, like, real people are insane, and that's just how life works. I'm looking outstanding drama series at Bavada, and the favorite is Succession, which I've watched a couple of seasons of, but like it's it's not a happy show. <laughs> uh, so, but the acting's amazing. Squid Game was great. Squid Game was so much fun. Uh, Better Call Saul is so good. I have the last three episodes to watch. Haven't watched Severance. Ozark, I've gushed about a million times. Stranger Things, I've gushed about. Uh, Euphoria is not that's not for our demographic and and uh, Yellow Jackets I tried an episode but I hear it's very good but I didn't get into it I so I've never seen Succession never seen Squid Game you never saw Squid Game nope watched the first season of Better Call Saul live and was like I'm out Uh, Ozark I don't don't understand the words you're saying 
I'm stuck somewhere in like season three of Ozark, I think. Uh, Stranger Things, I've watched Euphoria, like you said, no demographic. And Yellow Jackets, I've heard is good, but I've never seen it. So, what? Well, okay, a lot of a lot of stuff here. And now it's going to well, be even harder, Chris. Sports are back. I would just you have to stay up longer. I I can't. I'm old. Why didn't? How did you not watch Squid Game? I just never did. I don't know. We there just was never nothing watched else. It. There was nothing else on television. It was it was perfectly placed during the pandemic. No, sports were back. Squid, oh, Squid well, Game. if they were very limited, if they were back. No way. Squid Game is not that old. Squid Game is like oh. eight months ago, six months ago. Was Squid Game like six months ago? Yeah, it's it's, it's out for an Emmy for this year. It's in the yeah, same category as Stranger Things. Stranger yeah, Things came out like just, a month that just ago. Means, that just means it crossed into 2022. Okay, Squid so game. it's at most 12 months old. Not even. Debut. Uh, there's, just, there's just no way. It came out in September 2021. Yeah. Uh, well, almost I'm sorry. Old. The heart of the NFL, the beginning of the NFL season and college football and the stretch run of Major League Baseball. I don't either of those things. The stretch around of Major League Baseball? How how dare I how dare I miss out on Squid Games? Squid Game, singular. But you should watch it. It's amazing. I'm sure it is. I don't Matt doubt that. Matt watches this stuff I tell him to watch. You don't watch stuff anymore. I watched Ted Lasso. High on your horse. Yeah, well, you have a bad attitude about it. You got all high on your horse <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't have a I'm horse. Like, I don't have a horse. I was like, Matt, watch The Alpinist. He's like, that was crazy. That's he, that's a good person. The man you, does nothing but golf. And that, what do you I want me to say? Well, I don't even, he, and he's still got time. I don't even think he has a job anymore. He's just simply a golfer. Oh, well, we talked about his job today. And that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, I don't envy him. But I don't know, man. Watch Squid Game. Fine. Just go. Just I will try bang to it find all out. It'll be good. I think you like. I like. I do like have. It. I, well, here's my issue: as I have time during the day to watch things while I'm working, I could most certainly watch things and do that during the day. Now, however, here's the issue: there are certain shows we would like to watch together. Squid Game being one of me them. and you. Yes, yes, me and you. Squid <laughs> Game being one of them. But she doesn't have the time during the day like I do because she does, you know, her her work and all that kind of stuff. And you can't well, focus on Tell her to get her priorities but in order. Then the issue becomes is when we try to binge watch things, after like two episodes, she's out. Which I understand. It she just doesn't have like the 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 focus or the the the, the like ability to sit there and just watch. Be very careful with episode. what you're saying. Well no no no. no. And, and that's just that's just because of either being tired or, you know, like some of these shows you have to re- like they, they could be really taxing from a mental standpoint. And like just Ozark for ex- sure. Exactly. Exactly. But it's that, so that's good. that's the perfect one that I'm talking about. It's the one that we've quit we we quit Ozark for like 8 months and then tried to pick it back up, which we did for a little bit and then we fell back out again because you, when you have so much else going on and there's just like to then get stressed out watching television feels it, I, I get it. It's exasperating sometimes, but it's, it's a respite. It's a relief. It takes you away from your struggles. You can't let it get to you. You can't internalize it. I'd rather watch season four of the Simpsons again. Like, you know what I mean? I, I today I watched like four episodes of Seinfeld. Actually, that was yesterday. Uh, Did I just, tell you I got to the point where I stopped watching The Simpsons in no. my real in my old life? Because I was I was watching it to go to bed every night. Got to season fifteen. There you go. Found out. Hey, I don't remember these episodes. I think that, that's, that's, that's actually hilarious. Um, I think on Disney Plus, I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of like season twenty two or twenty three, but I don't retain any of it. It's usually just background fodder, just playing. Like, it, you know, it's fine. It's just such a different show from what it was in the first, like, nine seasons. It becomes it became something completely different. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was still finding stuff to laugh at. Oh, there's definitely still it's definitely still funny. Like, there's definitely tons of funny jokes in the prem, but some of uh, like, and like the premises are funny. Like there is there is certain entertainment. But the issue is, is all you ever do is I'm, I'm going to compare you know, season 27, episode four to like, remember when they did this 26 years the ago? The monorail. 
I did. But th- but that is like if you think about it, there's there's monorail. The there's so many episodes that stick out from back then. It was just a different show. It's not like that anymore. When's Mr. the last Plow? Mus- and that's my name. My right. name when- again is Mr. Plow. When's the last musical number from a Simpsons episode that you can remember? That hit mainstream. Well, like nothing that. after season fifteen. That I can well, tell you for sure. That, that's obvious. But there is there's no Stonecutter song anymore. Like there's no. These are there are songs that I would download off of like well, whatever file that, sharing service. That's troubling. That's well, troubling. You, Although I did great. have I, I did have the. Uh, uh, I don't I don't think you ever played Portal. It's such a good no. game. It's such a it's one of the greatest games of all time. But I had the song the song that played at the end of Portal as my my ringtone for a very long time and then i got to the point like okay i was working at uh i was working at got junk and just whatever stupid bs while i was in school and um and i we were in our morning meeting one day and rescue the rescue rangers theme song started playing and that was my ringtone and i was like i'm too old for this like yeah this is, you like, might people be. are not people are not taking me seriously I'm pretty confident. My phone stays on silent. It's it's almost Me never. I, I almost never hear the ringtone. But I'm pretty confident that my ringtone currently, and I I, I, I think I set this several years ago, uh, is Dolph uh, Ziggler's theme song from the WWF. So that's that's my current ringtone. I think if it still works. So. I did. There's, speaking of weird songs, I did download that uh, Thugonomics song by John Cena. <laughs> and I, I was I was just sitting in my car the other day, listening to my Spotify playlist, and waiting for Alexa to come out in the store. And I'm like, "What is this? Dude, like, what am I listening to?" Dude, uh, when, when I would have when I would drive back and forth uh, in Oregon, when I was driving from Corvallis to Eugene every day, I had like an hour and five minute ride one way every day. So I was spending a lot of time in the car and I would be listening. I usually it was Pandora stations like Pandora comedy station. This is when I really, really started to get into podcasts towards the end of this, this stuff. But, uh, I would listen to Pandora stations and it would either, sometimes I'd put comedians on there and just like, it would just go from comedian to comedian to comedian. But then every once in a while, I'd throw on WWE theme songs, and it would just go from different theme song to different theme song, and it was fantastic, dude. You forget how good some of those theme songs were. And some of them were like real legit songs, like real, like serious music. And some were, you know, ridiculous, but it's just so funny, dude. So funny. Yeah, the peak of me listening to podcasts was when I would have to drive Alexa to school. And then that drive home. Because, like, when we were driving to Penn or Berkeley, especially Penn, like, that could be an hour and a half home. I do not miss Philadelphia traffic. Well, you got to know the side streets, dog. We we knew all the side streets. It just did, did. so sometimes it would not matter because if That's you were true. caught, you were caught. That is true. And there are certainly times uh, navigating seventy six or ninety five, depending on what you're on, where you're just stuck. Like seventy six. I say no. this one, no, no hyperbole. Worst highway I've ever been on it's because awful. it's two lanes. Well, and the way that it stretches, like the the traffic can literally be anywhere from the city. Mm-hmm. Past the city, or past where you would get off for Center City, and then all the way out through the suburbs, past Contrahawken, past King of Prussia, like it could be anywhere in that like ten mile stretch, and you're just gridlocked for a decade. Couldn't tell you how many times one like we were coming home from King of Prussia or something on 76, and the the traffic into Philly was like backed up all the way right past that the Conchhocken on ramp. Yeah. Thank God that I, we're taking that on ramp. But the other one that I will never forget and this just does not happen anywhere else that I've been is we would hop on to 76 to go in the morning and it would just be we would be stopped. We would be stopped. That's how bad the traffic was. Dude, I would hit uh, I, you and it didn't matter what time of day either. It, it doesn't no. matter, dude. When I was doing uh ninety five to four seventy six, 
uh, or 95 to 76 to get to Center City from Delaware. <laughs> that side too, like just nothing, nothing was ever good in those situations. Never, never had to deal with 95 much. The only time I ever did was was Delaware. Like that's the only time, and it was so like. I was either going 95 to 76 to get to center city or 95 to 476 to get home. And it was like to Lafayette Hill. And it was just, just like there'd be days where you would just be stuck, stuck for days on it. That's why dude, there were times and even the side roads weren't good, but like I'd be coming home to do something and I would just avoid 95 at all costs. And I'd take 202 the whole goddamn way. And not that anybody has any idea what any of these roads are, unless you're from that. Everyone area. knows but this is the this is the local Philadelphia area highway podcast. But, but it, welcome but it, back. It is how it is how like those those types of trips is how you get how I got into podcasts and how I got into for sure listening to all this stuff, which made it that much. You know, it it, it that's what take that consumes so much of my time now. Like listening to podcasts, the amount of podcasts I have on my phone. You would think I'm a crazy person with the amount of different things you're that a crazy I listen person. to. Well, you're, you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong. But I think I, I, I think really I honestly think <laughs> I honestly think Bovada could set an over under on my phone podcast wise. You could set it at like 101 and a half in terms of subscriptions. And there's a no. reasonable there's a reasonable Triple chance it's the subs. There's a reasonable chance it would hit the over. I'd have to like look. I, I listen to the Always Sunny podcast. Excellent podcast. I listen to Conan. I think that's endless at this point. I would never. I, I don't have. I, I know people are infatuated with Conan from his his television show, his writing, and things like that. Uh, I never got it. And maybe that's just me. I, yeah. I think he's one of the the absolute smartest genius comedians. I just I never got into late night TV like that though. Like I never watched like on I remember growing up on Friday nights we had uh, our old neighbors would come and like hang out every Friday night they'd spend the night at my parents' house or they would go home. I, I it depended on the week. Um but we'd order pizza, we'd hang out, like, you know, whatever. And uh like they would watch Letterman every Friday. Letterman yeah. would be on when it came on. And like that's the only thing. And even then, I was probably too young when they when that was on all the time. But I just didn't care. Like I just it was it's fine. It was on. Like I understood it. Top tens were kind of funny. And then like there it was, and we moved on to the next thing. But I never was a guy where that was like appointment television. And even people when people got really into the Daily Show, like that I, kind I of stuff. I love the Daily Show. Well, yeah, I love Colbert. Well, sure, and I'm sure those shows have their places. That's just not. To me, that was never my style. I, I watch the Larry Sanders show. I'll watch a back a show about a show like that, but outside of that, I'm good. I'm looking for I'm looking for an episode right now, and I cannot find it because I wanna I wanna challenge you. To, okay, I wanna challenge you to listen. Uh, so they're not typically my favorite parts, but. Conan does two podcasts, two episodes a week on his show. He does Conan O'Brien needs a friend. And Conan O'Brien needs a fan, where he talks to a fan on the episode. That's the whole episode. Huh. I want to I want to challenge you to listen to this episode that I'm going to send you a link to. Okay. It is not a long. It's not a long show. Uh, it is 21 minutes long. Listen to this, especially the part where they do the faux 911 call, because it's, it's this guy happens to be a 911 operator, and you tell me. Like, tell me you don't get the the humor. If, oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I, all right. I need, I'll definitely I need take a to listen know. to it. I need to know. I can I can promise you I will listen to it this week. Before we talk next Tuesday, I, will, I will have listened to it. Tomo- I can't guarantee tonight. tomorrow. Tonight. Eh, we'll see. I have a lot of other shows to listen to, bud. Actually, one of the... One of the, the, the I thing just texted about talking, it to you. I say it. The, the thing of the um, talking to a fan thing is very intriguing, simply because I used to listen to that show, Beautiful Anonymous. Uh, which is. was it was Chris Gethard, and he would literally just oh. put a phone number up on Twitter, and whoever called, he would just have do like an hour or forty five to an hour with, like interviewing them, asking about their life, and like all this stuff. Um, Gethard's a genius, dude. It's it it was so compelling. I eventually fell off because again, it and a lot of shows that I fell off of, they ended up taking the turn during like 2018, 2019, 2020. 
uh, actually before 2020, but like that whole 2016 to 2020 period where all they talked about was politics. And like, yeah. I get it. I just don't like, I'm listening to this to get away from that conversation. So I eventually moved away from that show, but that show was fascinating. Just talking to random regular people who called a phone number. Like that's yeah, Matt, crazy. Matt was the one who got me into Gethard. Yeah. Matt, he he told me I needed to watch it. He's like, look, I don't care if you like this guy, if you don't like this guy. There's this episode. It's like it's called like What's in the Dumpster or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like you have to watch it. You just you're going to like we he and I have a very similar sense of humor in the stuff we like. He's like, I know you're going to like this. Watch it. And I, I ended up watching the entire fir- like first two seasons. I mean, uh <laughs> the fact that I, I they, my friends and Matt had talked about that episode for years and I didn't watch it until this year is so astounding and it never got spoiled for me. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's amazing. I have to go back as it is on HBO Max and watch other episodes of that show. But I do agree. Very talented. They're shocking. Like they're cr- ever. Well, it's it's fun because like they're all they're all themed. So. Really? Yeah, there's there's a there's, a, I'm looking for. Are they on HBO Max? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, but I think um, I think it's only partial seasons. Probably because of rights and things like that. I remember looking at it a few a few months ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're all they're all themed. This is this is episode. It's only episode. It's only season three. Yeah. On on HBO Max, but yeah, they're all like there's there's an I meth and Geth talk about death. That's hilarious. Um, damn, I, there's a lot of stuff to watch. A lot of good stuff to watch. But with that said, we appreciate that you took your time to watch this week's to listen to this week's. We're actually like video right now. You'll never, nobody will ever see it. But uh, we're there's we're on video right now, so I say watch. We appreciate that with all that is out there in the world, and I say this genuinely. You've taken this time to listen to Greg and I talk. And uh, we, we genuinely appreciate you spending this last hour with us. We appreciate you checking out Better's Delight, any of the other shows that I do and all of that stuff. It allows us to keep doing this. Thank you so much uh, for Greg Crone. I'm Chris Horvodell. Thanks for listening. This has been You're Wrong and Here's Why. And we will see you back here next week.